Oh shit, we don't have a theme song. Oh shit, you're right. Where are we gonna go? I don't know. Like, do we get, do we have time to buy something? No, no. We just we just have to riff. We're gonna no, just riff, riff it. Oh, oh shit, it's the nostalgic front. A podcast from Patrick and Reem. We like movies, TV, and games. Junk food, juice boxes, forgotten things. Oh wow, that was that was adequate. Yeah, that was like pretty good. Yeah, are we just gonna use it for every episode? I, th- I think we should. I think we have to. Thank you for listening to the new Nostalgic Front podcast. I'm Patrick Hasty, and I'm Brandon Dream. How is it going, Brandon? Oh well, uh, Patrick. Um, yeah. Since it's at the top of the show, uh-huh. um, let me just say that it mm-hmm. is going fantastic. Well, I gotta go back to my home planet. It ain't me. It ain't me. I ain't no fortunate son. It ain't me. It ain't me. I ain't no fortunate one. Some folks are blowing silver spoon in hand. Ooh, that red, white, and blue. And when they play songs of the hill, ooh, they're talking at you. Yeah. Good, man. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. I uh, now I uh, weird week. We'll say that. Uh, mm. uh, who knows? We might be having a weirder week ahead of us. Oh yeah, I don't think it's gonna ever get better. You know. I. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, so, may you live during interesting times. <laughs> yeah. Right. I. Uh, it's uh, yeah. Everything's been strange. What have you been up to? Now you were talking before we started recording. You kept. You wouldn't shut up about eggplant. What do you got with eggplant, man? You got thoughts, feelings. Oh, just been uh, working on my eggplant parm, or more accurately, the uh, fiance has. She yeah. she covers the pasta realms of our cooking. Oh, what realms do you cover? Uh, I'm the casserole guy. Oh, sure, yeah. I definitely throw stuff together. I am the uh, meat guy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sure. What is that? Now, much, what is that? Pretty much entail? casseroles, meats, and comfort stuff. Like we just had meatloaf. And mashed potatoes and roasted carrots tonight. I yeah. did that, you know. Mm-hmm. She she covers like uh, stir fries, pastas, oh, okay, uh, okay, and stuff like that. You know. I like that. That sounds that sounds good. Uh, we don't have that. We don't cook. So like, we cook for ourselves and then stay. I okay. This is what never happens. Like ninety, ninety nine percent of the time, I don't cook for the both of us. Now a lot of times Stacy will cook something for the both of us. Maybe forty percent of the time or thirty. What's your what's your what's your best dish, Patrick? Grilled Ugh. cheese. No, if I'm cooking for the both of us, it's probably yeah. eggs. It's probably breakfast. I'm cooking scrambled eggs up. And uh, here's you got a good egg like. game. You got a good egg I, game. I think so. I like making eggs, but Stacy and I eat eggs very differently. Uh, yeah. She, for one, does not like any salt and pepper on her eggs. What? Uh, yeah, and I like a lot of salt and pepper mix. She only likes uh, scrambled eggs with e- with uh, cheese on them, and I like an over easy. I like a sunny side up, you know. Yeah, um, yeah, they're they're adaptive, you know. Yeah, um, but so what we'll do a lot of times though, because I do I don't know why they call them too. over easy. You ever try and flip one of those guys over? Yeah, I used to have when we lived in Des Moines. I had this little pan that we got at mm-hmm. a uh, I don't know where, maybe like a Bed Bath and Beyond or something, but it's like this big. But it was made yeah. just for flipping one egg, and ooh, yeah, it was great. I got a good, I got a good uh, egg spatula. 
But yeah. uh, it's kind of funny, though, if you flip over an over easy egg and the yolk breaks, it becomes an over hard egg. So it was a sure. hard flip. Or you just drop two more eggs and some milk in that fucker. Damn, I was making scrambled eggs from the start. That's what I do. Yolk's on you. Uh, I do love scrambled eggs, though. Don't get me wrong. Scrambled eggs with ketchup on top and a lot of peanut well, butter or <laughs> a lot of not peanut butter, a lot of salt and pepper. Like, Ooh, that's good. Now, if I'm making scrambled eggs, mm-hmm. I, I I'm making a scramble more so. You yeah, know, you're throwing with, other with stuff a bunch of veggies and a little bit of cheese in there. Really big on Ma- the uh, really big on the greens. Get some kale. What? Weird and, and bacon I- grease, and then it's it's living in quarantine has made it way worse. But I just don't eat fucking vegetables ever, man. Uh, the closest I get to eating a vegetable is when Murphy's eating carrots and one's too big, so I bite no. it in half. Man. But I'm not swallowing it. I'm just putting it in my mouth, chomping on it to make it smaller, and then give it back to him. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. The best scrambles I ever had was when I was in uh, uh, when I, I like, was in college, and my yeah. friend Joey, who's a chef, he worked he worked at the the like a cafe that was in a casino in in Council Bluffs, Iowa, and they made these scrambles that were like, you know, like sausage, eggs, yeah. bacon, fucking I think steak. I love how all uh, those meats go together. Hash browns, like, scrambled ten, eggs, ten cheese. meats, yeah, fucking fried chicken embryo mm-hmm. mixed together with some um, cheese, yeah, it's fire. Over and a it, bed of hash browns, and it was like a real kitchen, like it was yeah. one of those places where like they had seasonings that they prepared had, themselves uh, and stuff. So it was always so good. Have you had uh, hamburger helper uh, hash browns lately? Oh yeah, yeah, nice. yeah. I happy. I'm I happy used to for add. You. I used to add sausage to it. That was our thing. When we lived in Des Moines, that was like our every, like, you a ba- once a month meal. You a bagel boy? Yeah. Wait, what are you asking me? You you like you, you like a bagel? Uh, sure. I like what a bagel are- sometimes. Mm-hmm. I like a plain bagel, too. I like yeah. a plain bagel with cream well, cheese. Well, they cost more on a plain. Oh, thank- yeah, exactly, right? Uh, I, uh, I like a, well, actually, I'm not allowed to fly anymore after what me and my buddies did at the Capitol the other day. <laughs> Uh, yeah. I like a plain bagel. My wardrobe's on the no-fly list. <laughs> I this is so funny to me. A man, you know that guy with like the the hat with the horns and he's like no shirt and the tattoos and the you know what I'm talking about that guy. Mm-hmm. Imagine a guy dressed exactly like that, dude. Wa- hold on, hold on. Walking yeah. down the street like in L.A. on last Wednesday, and then he looks at his phone and sees that guy storming the Capitol, and he's like. Well, fuck, this is my best outfit. That guy sounds way too much like Jack Comstock for my liking. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of... There's <laughs> every a time, lot. Every time the, they interview him, yeah. I keep waiting for him to tell some old jokes. Yeah. I lo- And I love Jack. I'm sure he's not there. But yeah. there were a lot of people, and I tweeted that, that gave me open mics and small town vibes. And then that one main guy is from fucking Des Moines. Odds are he's seen us do stand-up. Yeah, odds it's are. insane. Ugh. Um, okay, so uh, topic, good topic of the show so far. Now, I do want to ask: Have you been watching anything? You've been? Did you read that new Star Wars? Yeah, yeah. First, I'm through the first part mm-hmm. of it. You liking it? Pretty much just setting stuff up. Uh, there's it's a liter- big the tragic internet- event that happens in the first third of it, uh, yeah. and that kind of does a good way of introducing the characters. Uh, I started done reading everything the, yet, but I like them. I started reading the comic and I liked it. Yeah. Um, 
The now, Reem, have you read on the app? Have you read Shattered Empire yet? Not yet. That series? Go read it tonight. It's like twelve issues. It's fucking wonderful. It's so good. It, it and the craziest thing is, it involves the Dameron's, Poe Dameron's parents. Yeah. And it, but it doesn't like make me want to vomit. Reminding me of the sequel trilogy. Um. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, but no, it's good. I'm about a third yeah. of the way through. I just like the fact that uh, it's fresh Star Wars that's unencumbered by anything else. Yeah, yeah. Other I'm than excited. the fact that Yoda gets name dropped here and there. Yeah. the uh, I'm excited for it. Uh, but yeah, I've been listening to that and playing video games. Yeah, what are you which, playing? College football. Oh, sure. Yeah. Uh, it's fun. one of my... I like uh, playing the college football video game. With uh, audiobooks because it's one of the video games where it's more like second nature. I'm not uh, so I'm able to like listen to my book and play my video game. It's uh yeah, it's a good way. Like I I can't play like a game with a narrative because I already got yeah. a narrative. Also, I've noticed this mm-hmm. this month with all the different shit going on, uh, getting somewhat confused by the Star Wars media I'm listening to or in reading because I'm concurrently in other realms of star yeah. Wars. So it's like, you have to uh, take a step back and be like, wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Hold on. Here. Is this Pelosi or is this Darth Maul? I forget. Yeah. Uh, a really cool thing. I don't want to, I won't spoil it, but a really cool thing happens in shattered empire where Leia and this is and in shattered empire is the comic series that takes place immediately after return of the Jedi, like the next day after the battle. Yub nub. And something happens where where Leia Leia walks into a room that Darth Vader has been in, or no, Darth Maul has been in, and Leia has like a fucking like for like a flash where she senses that he's been there and that something has happened there, and they the panel of the comic is her face with like Darth Maul's face flashed over it for a second, and it, it's really cool. It really like was like oh that's really neat tor- storytelling right there. Uh-huh. Um and her not really understanding it because she doesn't even know that she's like force sensitive really yet. It's really cool. Um, I will say this: I watched. Uh, I've been watching football, of course. Uh, yeah. Uh, listening to a lot of music uh, lately. Uh, there's a new Slaughter Beach Dog album that came out. Came out Christmas Eve, so I'm now counting it as a 2021 album. Can't do that. Um, but it's very good. Uh, and I wanted to say this now, right before we bring in our guests and take a break, Reem, I want to tell you something, okay? Um, Reem, I love you. I want you to know that. I consider you Sick. one of my best friends. And in life, not just in comedy. You know, for a good number yeah. of years, you were like friends of comedy, but no, I want to say that. And the reason I want to say that is uh, there's a podcast I listen to called Jonah Radio, and it's Jonah Ray who used to be on The Nerdist, and he's in Mystery Science Theater and everything. And I've been listening to their podcast for 10 years. It's him and his two best friends, Cash Hartzell and Neil Mahoney. And uh, they're best Love friends. Love them in they, Police Academy. They're, yeah, they're great. And they start. They all met at open mics like in 2002 in L.A. And they've gone around and they know everybody in L.A. Like Patton Oswalt and Paul Tompkins. They're part of that scene. And I've been listening to this podcast pretty much every week. Every week one's come out since 2011. And two days ago, Neil Mahoney, the kind of the the second, like the co-host on the podcast, uh, passed away suddenly, like he just died, and uh, it was like a, a shock. And so, 
Twitter and Instagram has been full of people eulogizing this guy who passed away suddenly in a way that's very sad. And it reminded me of like uh, missing your friends and taking things for granted. And also miss not just missing our friends that have gone, but missing our friends that we just don't see because yeah. of the pandemic. And it made me want to just, I want to go forward knowing I love you, Reem. I love Gideon. I love all of our friends. And I and I, I just want to make sure that I'm saying that and putting that in yeah. the world. Because we're not promised nothing. Yeah. You know? And uh and I and I wanna say that, you know, obviously I, no one there is gonna listen to it, but it's like I it really felt like I, I don't know what'll happen the next time I listen to that podcast or if they'll yeah. even go on with it, you know. Well shit, yeah, man. Same here. I love you. Yeah. So and, I just wanted uh, to say that. And I hope the listeners uh they get buzzed through that part if they don't like mushy stuff. Uh, and if you do, go listen to Jonah Radio because I think if you like our show, you'd probably really like their show too. So go back mm-hmm. catalog, get used to Neil, and then feel bad that he's dead. Uh, so you want to take a break and bring in our guest? Let's do it. All right. Well, Dougie, our theater is finished. It's 1913 in New York. Bully for us. And Hertz did a great job. Did he ever? Right next to the Deng Schubert, Venetian Renaissance facade, 783-seat auditorium, intended to provide an intimate setting for dramatic and comedic plays? Huzzah! Bully bully! Now say, Doggy. Uh, yeah, Eddie? What do we name our fancy theater? Hmm. Well, what was the name of that fellow what once murdered our country's best president? Well, I believe that was J.W. Booth. Uh, the J.W. is short for John Wilkes, of course. Of course. And didn't he have a brother who acted some? Well, I believe so. Uh, let me guess. An E.T. Booth. Uh, the E.T. short for Edwin Thomas, of course. Well, of course. What's it we need in the theater for him? For the president's killer? No, for the president's killer's brother, the actor. So we call it the Edwin Thomas Theater? No. Well, just the Edwin, then. No. We'll call it the Booth Theater. Hey, I like that. But forgive me, my memory isn't what he once was. Didn't E.T. Booth's brother, J.W. Booth, kill our fair country's greatest president in a theater? Well, he very well did. Do you think that will confuse people? I don't think so. What's confusing about it? Our theater is named after E.T. Booth, the famed actor. Not his brother, J.W. Booth, who murdered our young nation's great 16th leader, and who also happened to be a famed actor. Well, of course. Say, Edward... Yes, Douglas. What was the play that Great Emancipator was watching on that fateful April night when our theater's namesake's brother ended his life with the pull of a trigger to the brain? Well, I believe it was our American cousin. Of course! When we open the theater, let's just show that play for a few years. All right with me. Now, shall we head on down to Bryant Park, do some morphine and catch syphilis? Bully! Huzzah! Huzzah! And we're back. Ooh, what a good hit of weed Reem just took. <laughs> what? What a great commercial. <laughs> oh, what it a was a great commercial. commercial. Reem, I'll tell you this. Uh, the whole, you know, we we talked, we broke the news on last week's Fun Size about how we're in nine, you know, we have eight guests left. I'm so glad because we don't ever have to drop in another stupid fucking fake ad, you know? Oh, yeah. That, that was boring and stupid, and I liked it at the first, but then I mm-hmm. just did it for 200 episodes of no reason. Uh, speaking of no reason, we have a fucking fantastic fake ads. show today. Fake ads. Fake ads. God damn. 
now he's a return guest, which you know we love that on the show. It's so fun because we don't have to. Uh-huh. We already have rapport, you know. Mm-hmm. We we don't have to be like. So what's your hometown called? Although we may ask him that because I don't think I remember. Um, now listeners, you guys know him. He's performed as have both of us at the Bird City uh, Comedy Festival. Uh, he also has a wonderful podcast called Matt Splaining. Which Reem? What was your theory on that? It's a wrestling podcast, right? I believe so. And you can get that. By the way, you guys know the drill. Pause this. Go subscribe to Matt Splaining. Come back. Listen to the rest of it. Uh, and also, he's got a, a great show, streaming show called Our Topic Tonight, which is on Facebook Live. Uh, everybody, please put your hands together and go crazy for our friend Matt Storr. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Thanks for being on the show, buddy. How yeah. are you? You look great. Oh, thank yeah. you. Thank you very much. I just uh, went to my... Uh, Republican uh, barber uh, and got sure. a haircut. Nice. Now, how, why is he Republican? Well, basically, he had an upbringing that taught him <laughs> yeah, to value conservative asking. values mm-hmm. uh, as opposed to empathy for other human beings. Um, yeah. But uh, no, so he just, you know, has a tendency to talk about, like, have Fox News on, everything like that. And it was... Is he uh, an old guy? Is it like an old Polish New York... Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the yeah, standard. And he always he always does it high and tight, right? Yeah, uh, it, a little bit. I have to be very specific uh, yeah. with what I want. Uh, like I said, you know, just barely up over the ears, you know. So I had a yeah. little bit of shag. This is his version of it, so it's sure, it's good. Sure. We're getting better. Is it? Do you walk there? Is it walking distance? Oh yeah, it's walking distance. Yeah, yeah. hell yeah, hell yeah. Yeah. I when I first moved to New York, uh, Reem, you visited that apartment. Uh, I, uh, I, 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 when I first moved here, my wife still lived in Iowa and Gideon and his wife and I all lived in, uh, uh, uh Demos Park, this little neighborhood in Brooklyn. And I w- was like, I need a haircut. And so I was like, oh, there's a barber down the block. And it was a black barber shop. And I mean, no, I just did not fit in there. And which the, everyone was great to me. No one was rude to me, but the whole time I'm like, I am wrecking their afternoon. They were <laughs> acting like I was a cop. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> you could tell I walked by it for the next year and a half. They were always having a goddamn blast in there. And then the one day I'm sitting in there, we're fucking watching Judge Judy and everybody's goddamn silent, you know? And so I was like, Ah, I can't ever go back here. Yeah. Uh, but that's a lot of it. Reem, you ever go to that guy the barbershop in your neighborhood? Uh no, I no. I haven't gotten a haircut. Uh, in a couple and of years. Y- yeah, yeah, that's right. I'm You're- over that shit. However, I did go to a uh, the Platinum Cuts in Des Moines, oh, sure. right next yeah, to the Lefties. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Under someone's suggestion, and uh, got uh, got a beard trim too because I was Ooh. getting ready for my sister's wedding. But they like they made it too like GQ, like uh, yeah, yeah, like they shaved the mustache thin too. Yeah, so it was like I felt like a Joey Fatone or something, man. <laughs> I've seen. I, I think I've seen it. those photos. Yeah, yeah. and it's yeah. like, I mean, it would have. It's not my style, so yeah. But uh, when they're like doing like a trim, like skinny mustache beard combo yeah. thing, like nah, man. I, you know, have you on. had Matt? Have you had that experience? Because you are you're always pretty clean shaven. You have a beard sometimes, though, right? You grow uh, stuff. Yeah. So at the start of quarantine, I was like, "Oh, I'll grow a beard. We'll see how sure. this goes." Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, I, it comes in pretty patchy on the sides. Yeah, um, brother. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I feel that. And yeah. then I also got my mustache is 
is great. It's but it's blonde. Um, oh sure. And then this they have a little bit of stubble. It's yeah. darker. Um, so it's a little bit Hulk Hogan. Uh, <laughs> And uh, then I started chewing on the sides of the mustache. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I was just like, <laughs> I can't do this if I'm just going to chew on my mustache. Like, I yeah. don't see how people don't do that. I, I am a mustache chewer. I, I get that. I am as well. I, though, 100% thought you're like, and then the chewing. And I thought you like were yeah. a mouth tobacco fan. No, 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 not at all. Because that would be so funny if the mouth tobacco starts bleat, like dying the blonde <laughs> mustache. Yeah, yeah when I start. Uh, when I started growing a beard, uh, I didn't have a full beard at all until the patch came out. <laughs> sure. I uh, I just shaved today, listeners. You can't tell, uh-huh. but I'm uh, maybe you can hear. It's all uh, you know, there's no smushing on the mic. Uh, and I did it because my I mean I look like shit. Oh, I got I'm yeah. I'm I'm downhill. I, yeah. But like I, I did a Zoom last night. My all my high school friends, we all did a Zoom. And they all have like good beards and shit. They're also they all have good beards and they're all bald and confident, like they shave their heads and mm-hmm. it looks good. I, and I'm like wearing a hat in my house, and then I got fucking like the grossest, patchiest beard, and they were they were Lisa Lampanelli in my ass. So I decided to shave today, you know. Yeah, uh-huh. I know. I know that feeling. Yeah. Yeah. And I stopped. They, sh- oh, they eating it. I did that. Yeah. Reem, go ahead. Oh, I was just saying, I stopped shaving the second Gillette went woke. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, yeah. that SJW bullshit you say. Yeah, exactly. You know. Have I talked on here about the Harry's razors thing? The no. Okay, so so like, <laughs> I'm more of a Marv's razors kind of guy. <laughs> In to, you, you guys are familiar with Harry's razors, yeah, the yeah, company. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. It's Harry's so, razor is uh, the simplest solution is probably the correct one, right? I believe yeah, that's right. Sure. Yeah. 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 Uh, a Harry's razor in a box. Is it alive or dead? It's dead. It's not. It's inanimate. <laughs> um, I. So what happened was like two years ago at work. A year two. A year and a half ago at work, I got a free Harry's razor f- gift box, and I liked it. It was a good razor. I don't shave all that much anyway, and I don't have a lot to shave, and it worked. And I used it for one full year, one razor, one blade, for a year, and it was great. And then I tweeted at them. Hey, Harry's razors, this fucking razor kicks ass, but I've been using it for a year. Can I get a free razor for the next year? And I'll plug it on all my stuff. And then I got a direct message from them that's like, I think we can hook you up because friend of the show who's been on the show, Lauren Hope Crass, used to work with them. Oh, that's so cool. So she, I was literally on a show with her like that night or that week. And she's like, I'll bring you one. This is awesome. And it was a fun little Twitter thing. But then she forgot it. And then I never did it. And so today, another fucking year later, I'm shaving my face with that same dull-ass Harry's ah! razor. Dude. <laughs> it's I crazy. Live, I live down the street from Lauren. Oh, go get your razor. Go get me a razor. Pop it in the mailbox. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to tweet her about it. I wanted to message her about it. Yeah. But I didn't. I also, because it's really hard to be like, hey, remember when you were going to give me a free thing a year ago? And then she's like, well, you know, we're in a fucking pandemic, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Where are we at so now that, on Ray? Where are we at now on Razor's Mach, Mach four? Have we? Yeah. Have we topped uh, well, that yet? See. There's the mo- the the motion picture. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, con search for Spock. Uh, undiscovered. I don't. I was trying to go to the Star Trek movies. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, You're m- mocking me now. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit. Now, Matt, 
It's great to see you. You do look great. Now, Thank tell you. us how have you? You're in. You mentioned you were living near Lauren, so you're in Queens still. Yep, still in Queens in Astoria. Uh, just a, a hop, skip, and a jump from uh, QED. Sure. Uh, What's that like? Five from, feet? Yeah, about five feet. Uh, it's it depends so funny if I get a running to, start. <laughs> every other for every other comedian on earth, QED, a wonderful club. I yeah. absolutely love them. A million miles away for every single comedian, except for like you guys are all like, oh no, we're right there. Yeah, we're you know? right here. That's great. It's like, uh, I. How have you been handling this? How's the pandemic been? How's your brain? How's your heart? How's your head? Uh, I mean, overall, it, you know, it comes in waves. Uh, yeah. You know, tour. I, my job, I already was working from home four days oh, a week. Nice. Uh, so you know that wasn't that big of a transition. But you know, in the time, you know, from a work wise. It, since October 2019, I've had four different supervisors just because people took new jobs, transferred to different oh, wow. places, that sort of thing. So that's been a little bit hectic. Uh, yeah. But on that, you know, overall, same job. You know what I mean? Sure, I can, sure. Uh, and then, you know, just like, uh, you know, just adapting as best I can, you know, you know, yeah. not being able to, you know, go to shows, you know, go through that routine, just creating new routines. Uh, so like, uh, my, uh, significant other Hattie, she wrote a book. Uh, yes. so like it was a really nice period of time when she was drafting that. And then like, after the, after she finished it, you know, being able to read that and then get like into this like groove of being able to like read, you know, just read as much as possible, you know what I yeah, mean? And just yeah. like kind of be inspired by that, uh, writing, you know, just now, you know, coming can, up. Yeah, you, you read I a lot ask, this year, didn't you? I did. Yeah. 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 I would just uh, be I get it. But if I would be so I like I, I had he's great. She's a friend of the show. She's been on the podcast. But like as soon as I saw that, that she, I would the I'd be like as two creative people in a couple like my wife is creative. But like when my wife designs a park, I'm not jealous. Right. But if all of a sudden my wife wrote a book or like a pilot, I'd be like, you goddamn, what are you trying to do? You know? Oh, yeah. Like, I feel like I have that, but I guess it pushes you guys. So that's probably healthy. You yeah. Know? I mean, and the thing is, like, it would be one thing if it, I like I read it and I was like, oh, this isn't very good. OK, we're fine. Yeah, this is uh, shit. <laughs> but then I read it and I'm like, I don't know if I could write something as good as what she wrote. And I'm oh, like, that's okay. great. Yeah. So I'm like, OK, cool. So like my writing, like I wrote basically like essays and reflections, like personal essays and reflections. Sure. So like Wonderful. those are Wonderful. no matter, you know, like. I'm writing down my history, writing down my ideas and trying to make it funny. Um, and so like, I don't have to like compare my fiction to her fiction yeah. uh, because like there would be no comparison. It would be just sure. like, mm -hmm. yeah, hers is leaps and like, again, leaps and bounds. Yeah. Uh, that was what I always thought of with stand up when it came. Like, you know, in stand up, people would be like, I one time saw like I saw Pat Oswalt live and I quit. Cause I was like, I, I could never do that. Right. I never had that. Cause I was like, ah, I don't care. I'm not right. trying to compete yeah. with him. I'm trying to do my own damn thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The first time I saw, I'll be a hundred percent honest. First time I saw uh, Tyler Snodgrass, it was in Bird City, oh, yeah. in Phoenix. I literally was like, God damn it, because he was doing like folksy farm stories and making it really funny and silly, and he had like fun. And I, I remember that was the first time I was ever like, God damn it, <laughs> I yeah. thought I had a good lane. Uh, but I, I'm glad. Have you left New York at all during this, or have you been here the whole time? Uh, I have. Uh, I went back to visit Phoenix, uh, where I'm from, and you know, family and everything. The about just you know the beginning of December. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, so did that. I uh, was gone for a little bit and then just, you know, came back, you know, did the quarantine and testing and everything. Wow, crazy. What, did you fly or drive? Uh, flew. Yeah, flew out wow. there. Wow. What yeah. was that? Did you wear the... Did you wear a fucking uh, welder's mask and shit? Uh, I did not. Um, we we have one of those, um, yeah. but I didn't. Well, you do a lot of oxyacetylene torsion, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I have, uh, you know, you know, a, you know, a thick uh, like neon mask with an insert. Uh-huh. So wore mm-hmm. that. Um, you know, basically, I think there was only one. I had connectors. So I think there's only one flight where I actually had somebody sitting right next to me. Uh, and a couple of them, there was nobody in my row. So it was fine. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it was just so weird uh, because I, I flew out of uh, LaGuardia and they had just sure. opened the new uh, screening, uh, security screening area, which, if, mm-hmm. you know, uh, most people haven't been to it yet, but it's it's crazy it's basically uh you know 16 different lanes that's almost completely automated and oh, wow. it's it's super cool but like for not having flown in like a year yeah. it was just like how do i do this do i take off yeah. my shoes still like do I, there's a new like thing you stand in front of that scans you i'm like I, do I not have to hold my hands up? I don't have to raise my it's, arms. I can't imagine. I yeah. I I, f- I flew fairly regularly. Reem, you fly. I'll, you know, it's. Yeah. I can't imagine that feeling. By the way, I want to say this, listeners. I don't know what's going. You know, where I'm using a new computer and everything. My audio might be kind of fucky in this episode. If it is, I apologize. Uh, I just want to put that out there right now. But uh, I, you know, I'll fix it in the post. But just in case things are weird, mm-hmm. just know that we're aware of it too. And we, love anyways. You. Yeah, oh, and we love you. You're fantastic. Uh, now, the flying thing, that I think about a lot. is because like, I'll see those photos. Just seeing a picture on a plane where everybody has a mask on, and it blows my mind. Yeah. It feels so different already, yeah. you know? Oh, yeah. Ugh. The first time I was... Do you ride the subway a lot? or? Uh, I, yeah, I, I maybe ride the subway once uh, or twice a month now. Yeah. Yeah. I The one time I've... I've done it twice since March. The two. And the last time was... I was blown away that I had that feeling like I was saying on the plane. I felt insane that everybody was wearing a mask and stuff. Right. And now read me write it all the time. I know this is very similar to the stuff we talked about a couple mm-hmm. weeks ago with Sam, but I just wanted I am interested in everybody's experience with it. Yeah. Um have you been have you have you been mostly a homebody this whole time then? Yeah. Oh, go ahead, Reem, sorry. Oh, uh my opinion on the subway is uh I go back and forth on it. <laughs> You fucking dumbass, <laughs> stupid shit. Uh, okay, so you, but have you been mostly homebody? Did you go out and do a lot of that, like park stuff this summer? And uh, some park stuff. Uh, like we we're right down the street from Storia Park, so mm-hmm. you know, big open space. Um, so we were able, you know, we've done a couple picnics. Uh, cool. You know, people that are kind of in our bubble, uh, you know, do some distance picnics and stuff like that. But overall, um, you know, just getting out and getting more getting out to either get exercise or vitamin D more than anything. Um, Mm -hmm. So now when you say vitamin D, you mean a big, thick dick, correct? Uh, Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah, that is uh, that is my intent. uh, And that uh, belongs to the sun. Uh, That's right. That's right. (laughs) The father, the son, the Holy Spirit's cock. Uh, Okay, so. 
I we're glad to see you. Glad to yeah. you're healthy. I want to ask you: Have you been? What have you been getting up to when you're in this quarter? Because now, Hattie, we I think we're, we we. I'm not gonna say for sure, just in case scheduling right. doesn't work out. We're planning on trying to have her on again, so I don't want to I don't want right. to bury yeah. her interesting. But she's somewhere right now. She's right. not with you. So have you been alone a lot of this, or during a period of this? Or yeah. Uh, so she went back. Her mom has her birthdays on Christmas, mm-hmm. so it's like you got to go back for that. Yeah. Um, and then. Uh, so she's been gone since then. And, uh, you know, I think she went back for the 4th of July around then as well. Mm -hmm. Um, so, you know, there is, it's a weird thing because so many people, you know, they got quarantined, um, you know, and completely isolated from their significant others or their families, you know, everything like that. Whereas we, you know, got quarantined, you know, together. And so it was like, cool, we're, we have to, you know, grow to learn how to work around each other so much. But overall, you know, we still have somebody to talk to and, yeah. you know, throw ideas around and like experience it with. So it's a little less of a thing. But yeah, I mean, in the last few weeks of just being like, OK, cool. So this is what everybody went through back in March. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's like, OK, yeah, oh, I can. Yeah. yeah, it's that's we are lucky with because Raymond has had you had Danielle and your, your roommates as well, which I think is very interesting, Reem. Like, yeah. You like I like Hannah. You guys just sit and watch some TV. You know that's an that's an experience. I haven't sat with anybody other than my wife yeah. since March, and I've also only been sitting with my wife since March. You know what I mean? Like right. we've had roommates the whole time. and a backyard. Yeah, yeah. You, somebody not too long ago, you guys posted a photo in the backyard, and there was somebody I didn't recognize in it. Was that somebody I know? No, it's uh my newer roommate. Okay. We only have one roommate now, and it's him. I saw the photo, and I was like, oh, my God. Is that just a a comedian? That's just how long it's been. Yeah, that's what I'm like. Is that a comedian I just have forgotten existed? Is that what, like, fucking just somebody I do know who looks like, you know? Or is that a new person in your bubble? And I I forgot to ask. Uh, Matt, have you been watching stuff? Okay, so so if I'm getting this correct, your timeline, you spent Christmas by yourself. I did. Yeah. Did you uh, did you get are you a Christmas person? Are you big into that or holidays? Are you are you big are you Jewish? I, I am not Jewish. I have been asked okay. that. Uh that I might be uh <laughs> I forget that everybody's not because I'm um, I'm stupid he's not Jewish, he's Jewish ish. Yeah. So like I'm afraid that I'm like you celebrate Christmas and it's like I'm David Spector. And I'm like, Oh yeah, yeah, it makes sense, you know. Uh do you uh so what did you get into the spirit? Did you put up a tree and stuff by yourself or uh, you yeah. give a fuck or uh yeah, no tree or anything like that. I did draw a tree. We have a whiteboard uh with <laughs> oh, the nice. uh that's cool. Uh, the little rocket book uh signal things on the side so we can like uh take a picture of it and I'll transcribe it. Uh nice. but uh yeah, drew a tree on there and uh you know try to get in the festive spirit there but you know overall uh, isn't it hold on is reem don't you picture him like sadly crying and drawing <laughs> the tree and just being like merry christmas matt and it's like it's fucking christmas morning and you're doing that depressed as hell uh, you know similar uh yeah but yeah so you know but overall you know not the biggest into uh christmas or any of the traditions you know you know calling people and yeah you know more more from that point of view of like okay check in with people see how they're doing you know make sure you know check in on the family um but yeah it wasn't too bad you know it you know fun food is always good 
you know, being able to cook and, you know, have yeah. that experience. Are you, is that, are you a cook? You a big cooking guy? Yeah, absolutely. What you, what, Reem, this is your department. I don't know how to cook. Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, you, I'm assuming uh, during quarantine, you've stepped your game up as well, right? Yeah. Like, actually, if for the most part, if you haven't come out of this year as a better cook. Uh, yeah, what have you been yeah. doing? Yeah, because I can answer that. Nothing to do. Masturbating and crying, and sometimes at the same time. <laughs> hey, that's the way to do it. Yeah. Um, you, you're saving time that way. Uh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. The 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 thing that uh, is always striking about cooking to me is like, and just in general, is like assumptions. Like what I learned, the thing that I think I'm taking out of quarantine, out of like cooking wise, is that. Uh, I learned how to cook grits. Oh, but, yeah. Yeah. But the thing is, I had a mental disconnect of thinking polenta and grits were two separate things. And, oh. you know, like in some ways of the preparation, sure. But fundamentally, you know, still corn. And yeah. so, you know, that just opened my mind. I'm like, cool, I can just make this anytime. I'll just get this in bulk and just cook it up. And so that's been great being able to like, experiment with that adding you know just doing like a sheet pan of vegetables or whatever and then just like chopping them up putting them in there uh oh, yeah. and along with you know cooking tons of other stuff but that was like the the mind awakening moment i've been so, a frozen vegetable boy my entire life and uh it wasn't until recently where i was like we well, can just roast pretty much everything yeah it's good yeah it's did great. you guys uh, am I wrong? Would you have grits? What would you put if you had like a bowl of grits? What would you put on it? I'm not talking you're mixing in like veggies or something, but would cheese you and do bacon. like cinnamon yeah, and seasoning? And, yeah. So cheese. yeah, cheese, absolutely cheese. Yeah. I feel yeah. like my only experience with grits, which is very small, I don't. I mean, I like had to Google image it to make sure I was thinking of the right thing. Uh, was cinnamon? You know, I would put cinnamon and maybe some it's sugar. It's adaptive it. like that. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like cinnamon. Meal. Did you guys ever? Yeah. Oh, I feel of it very similar to an oatmeal. Do you guys ever fuck with, uh, like malto meal or cocoa wheats or anything oh, like that? Oh, not, not since I was a kid. All of that stuff. Yeah. Uh, cocoa wheats. Yeah. Until Matt, I'm not fucking around. A minute ago, when you said grits, like a fucking ding went off in my head. That like it was like you know those the like ser- like Ch- Charlie Kelly with the red strings in yeah. the basement. You know that happened where you said grits. My brain's like, I think that's like oatmeal. I looked at the picture. Oh, you used to eat that when you were little. What about fucking cocoa wheats? And now I think I it's might leave the podcast to go get brain. cocoa wheats. It's, yeah. I That shit was my favorite thing when I was a little kid. I forgot about it. Listeners, well, yeah. well, cocoa tell wheats, me if cocoa I've ever mentioned this be before. No. They're the young, the tasty wait, they're the yummy hot snack the with the cocoa treat. So yeah. be big and tall. Have lots of fun. Eat cocoa wheats, everyone. Matt, cocoa wheats, bourbon. You know about this matter, or are we talking gibberish? Uh, I mean, it sounds familiar, but I I can't say that I've had it myself. It's like a hot, it's like a gritty hot, but it's chocolate. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You pour milk and sugar with it, and when it cooks, it gets really, really hard. It's like when you microwave it, it gets really, really hard. It's like chocolate oatmeal. Okay. Yes. Yeah. And then you put milk and sugar, and oh my God, it was my favorite. I've not had oatmeal for. Ever. I remember the, what really? is it, Oatmeal Drizzlers? Remember those Whoa. guys? Yeah. 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 Oh, tell it, me, guys. It was like oatmeal, like your standard Quaker instant oatmeal with a little pack. But, uh, <gasps> oh, yeah. 
But on top of that, it came with a uh, like a toaster strudel packet of like icing. green icing. I bought like uh, at maybe at the beginning of December. Oh yeah, I'm looking at these now. At the beginning of December, uh, we were at the grocery store, and in December, Stacy makes she bakes a lot. We had a lot of cookies. We had a lot of sweets all the time. And we were at the grocery store, and I saw toaster strudels, and I forgot about them. Mm-hmm. I do that. I forget about stuff, and then I'll look in the uh, a shelf at the grocery store I've never looked at and be like, oh, that I, I would have married those when I was 13, you know? Man, I yeah. could and go for a toaster strudel right now. I tried to buy a bunch, and Stacey's yeah. like, no, you can get one. We have so many sweets at home. And so I bought Are, them, and she's uh-huh. like, you can't eat them all at once. So every day, there's 12, so every day for 12 days, I ate one toaster strudel with like the pack, the, quick, putting the quick, shit all over it. Quick and, question. Are you a zigzagger with your frosting, or do you just blop it all on the middle and then spread it out with like a spoon or your finger? I zigzagged because uh, I like the I like the commercial element of it. I yeah. like the way yeah. it looks on the yeah. map. You know what I mean? I, I um, I'm in favor of the zigzag on there, but mm-hmm. you know, typically you're pulling that fucker out of the freezer. Yeah. Well, know? see, that's why so, the trick is you take that little packet, put the toaster things in the toaster, and then you slide the packet on our toaster. Your has balls. Like a little, you slide it underneath the toaster, and then while it cooks, it gets just warm enough. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe I wrote that. Maybe that's uh, something I invented. It could be. I mean, that sounds yeah. fairly dangerous to me. Uh, uh yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I w- that's one of those things that, like, uh, my wife wouldn't know I do that. You know? <laughs> uh, yeah. Now, most of those. What's, your, what's that? Oh, most of those good toaster things I haven't had forever. I was watching an episode of Malcolm in the Middle this afternoon, and they had uh, uh Ego waffle, heavily featured yeah. in a plot point. And Lego. Uh, Lego my ego, goddamn. Yeah, those are good. They freeze it, and Grandma's doing a flip in the background. Did you guys waffle breakfast? Uh, we were talking about was that waffles? Ream, mm, I go back and forth on them. <laughs> Matt, were you? Are you a big breakfast head? Uh, I wasn't for a really long time, but yeah. as as time has progressed, I've gotten more and more into it. And I was bit, and especially once I learned that like I could have my waffles whatever way I wanted. Yeah, uh, I was big into it. I was like, "Oh, I can have my waffles crispy. They don't have to come like super fluffy." Yeah. I was, I was all about it. I, I get it. And when I was a kid, we lo- like we were a big, we, being really poor, we didn't have egos in the fridge, but we did have like a bread sack full of waffles that like were like probably I don't know where they came from industrial maybe Schwann's or something that yeah. somebody else bought. The and floor's gave us. not that high for waffles. But we would have like we'd have like a like a bag of this, or we'd do the one thing I loved when I was a kid. My mom would do is we'd take a loaf of bread and then we'd make a full loaf of uh, um, French toast, French toast, yeah, and then put it back in the bag and freeze it because then you could just take them out, pop them in the toaster, and they're yeah. ready, to ready eat. to go. That's smart. And really I, smart. I I mean, to when I literally from when I was like, I'd say fifteen to eighteen. French toast was like an any time of day meal. It wasn't a breakfast thing. It was just like, it's the easy. It's it's like uh, grabbing yeah. a you know like a, yeah. a anything. You could cut them up, throw them in the toaster oven, have sticks whenever you want. Yeah, I used to I make like, peanut I butter. I like the sticks. I used to make peanut butter yeah. and jelly uh, French toast all the time. I really like that. I think that's good. Um, yeah. Ooh. What was one of the first I, things you learned how to cook? Yeah, Matt. What was the first thing? Uh, like from scratch. And who taught you? Who taught you? Yeah. Well, okay. Either so or. Let's see if I can. Uh, yeah. So on my left oh. arm, um, yeah, 
the there's a very faint scar uh, from the first <laughs> time I tried to cook, uh, oh, yeah. which was when I was like two, I think. Whoa! So my mom was holding yeah. me, uh, and we had like countertops where like you could crawl around and everything like that, and you wouldn't. There was a, uh, you know, like like we could we like parti- could partition them off if that makes sense, so you couldn't fall off mm-hmm. the side. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, she would have me up there occasionally, but then she had to pick me up for some reason. And I tried to like reach out to use the spoon and, uh, I burned my arm on our oh. coil, uh, burner. Um, Damn. yeah, very sad, but do you remember it? Do you have the memory of like the, d- no, I don't, no? um, no, only like oh created, you know, in my mind yeah. from people's yeah, yeah, recollections. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, the first thing I really remember making uh, from like scratch uh, that I was allowed to make was quesadillas, you know, just oh, get, yeah. get a tortilla, throw the cheese on it, throw them in the oven and, you know. Oven, you know, all right. Yeah, it's, yeah, well, yeah, we didn't have, uh, like we had a microwave. Well, after the incident, you yeah, take those exactly. burners out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. They're like, we're not going to, we're not going to risk it. He has to use the yeah. oven. Uh, but yeah, so doing that. um, you know, a lot of, you know, a lot of grilling, you know, as, yeah. as time progressed, uh, being able to like, uh, just go you outside would do and grill. the grilling. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, after, cool. yeah. Once I got to my, to being a teen, uh, mm-hmm. I started cooking because I got home a little bit before my parents, uh, yeah, yeah, a couple hours usually before my parents. Mm-hmm. So I cook for myself, my, you know, my brothers and my, you know, my parents just to make it easier on them. Uh, most days and usually that was like you know throwing in like some frozen pizzas or whatever yeah yeah but on like weekends you know i grill stuff as well so that's cool yeah, I uh, didn't, when did you start your, what's grilling? your favorite frozen pizza brand uh i loved uh red baron as a kid yeah, about, yeah. Was, i like that crust yeah it's good crust i'm a crust guy and the the, the last bites of the red baron i'm, I'm big on yeah really, really I, great last bites absolutely absolutely to this day love Totinos, those little yeah. cheap dollar oh, pizzas. Yes, always. And at some point, they started making them square, and I don't yeah. know why, but and I they got fine rid with of it. They well, ticks me off is they got they changed the packaging, which I'm sure it saved them a lot of money. Yeah, but they okay, used to come in. Uh, they used to come in a little cardboard box. Yeah, you know, and now yep, they come in a plastic side. thing. But you could take, you could break down the box and use it as like a spatula mm-hmm. and a serving yep. tray. And now you can't. I mean, yeah. Uh, we, well, maybe I've talked about this, but <clears throat> so we went in high school, we used to do jackass was very popular. Yeah. And mm. one night my friend JJ, who was roasting me last night, cause I have a bad beard, uh, on the zoom call, we at his house one night, we had a competition between all our friends to see who could eat the most Tostino's pizzas. Rolls and so of pizza. we all had three of them cooked however you wanted them. I bought at an auction with my mom when I was like 17, I bought in like a nice industrial pizza. Not like the kind you would have at a pizza, hut, but like mm-hmm. the kind maybe at a Casey's or like a, an off-brand gas station where you just can pull yeah. the thing out and cook it. And so I had one of those that would cook two Totinos at a time. So I brought it over. I keep it in my car so I could just cook at anybody's house. <laughs> and I took it over to JJ's. In the garage, we all are making pizzas. And then we all start eating them. We all start eating them. They're so fun. We're rolling them up. It's so good. And then we all just fucking viciously vomited all over his driveway. <laughs> but the thing that makes it so sad is the next day, a guy from our town who is but very sick died. And 
So in my life, I'm always going to associate when I heard that this guy that everybody loved died was me being like, oh, God, shouldn't have had three sausage totinos last night. Oh, I like their crappy little bullshit sausage, too. The crumbles oh, I loved it. and the little cut up pepperonis. And also, mm-hmm. they're made for a toaster oven. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Yeah, they're the countertop so toaster oven. They're just ready to go. And I, I like still, pizza rolls. Yeah, yeah. I'm I, one, I'm gonna have to get some of these. I've it's been too long. One yeah. of my favorite moments in like I one of the hardest one of the hardest I've laughed in real life in a situation where maybe I wasn't supposed to was at a grocery store in uh, uh when I lived in Boone, Iowa. I went to the High V one time. And I bought a tombstone pizza and I took it up to the register and the lady that worked the register, it wouldn't scan or whatever. And without any joke, she wasn't kidding. She wasn't making a joke. She grabbed the microphone and she's like, I need a price t- a price check on Tom Baston pizza. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like she was learning how to read as she was oh, saying no. it. Tom Baston I think maybe even Tom Bastani, and it just made me laugh so hard. And then I felt bad, and I was like, it's Tombstone. And she's like, oh, and she was so, she was embarrassed, but she was laughing. But it was funny, because, like, she knows the word Tombstone. Yeah. Right. So Sometimes then she was like, stuff, yeah. yeah, right? It's like, oh, boy. That was That's really my funny. favorite Kevin Costner movie. Yeah. Tom or no, Stone. wait. God damn it. Kurt uh, Russell. Yeah. No, wait. You're right. Yeah. yeah. Kurt Russell. Kevin yeah. Was, uh, Kevin uh, Costner is, uh, Wyatt Earp. Yeah, yeah, made it around the, just about the same time. And mm-hmm. probably around your parts where you grew up out there. Yes, indeed, know? actually. Oh, I've, yeah. been, I've been to Tombstone many times. Yeah, 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 I love it. Uh, Reem, when did you start grilling? Um, Young? I mean, pretty much right after high school. Yeah. But, uh, you know, fucking tailgating here and there and, right. okay, you know, yeah. uh, having random people over and just uh brats you know especially in the midwest it's like oh you're coming over oh grab some brats you know because because they're cheap and filling and everybody likes them yeah i feel like a lot of my uh i i i I don't i don't cook matt as as i made a joke of earlier i microwave most things i don't i don't have a good palate so it doesn't matter but um i think also a big thing that wrecked me a lot was right after high school for the next three years almost four years i lived with my roommate joey who was a chef Mm. and he was in culinary school and he's the one i just mentioned i think at the top of the show or maybe at the end of the show depending on how things work out reem uh he's the one that worked at the restaurant that made the really great scramble Mm. and so like like we would have great grill he would grill out in our college apartments and stuff but like i didn't actually touch a fucking grill myself until i was like 23 i was dating stacy already we lived in when we lived in college together and so it's so that's silly to me but i think it's it's such a weird thing the idea matt that you were grilling when you were like in high school your own food like that to me feels like you were like uh fuck i don't know it's like when you would see a teenager roll cigarettes i'm like ah that's not a thing (laughs) yeah that's not a thing you should know how to they should though yeah they should if you're a teenager tip tip out here to all the teenagers listening you should roll your own cigarettes. You're a teenager. Yeah. You're broke. You, you don't have you, a lot of money. You just you're getting into this new hobby. It's yeah. expensive. You know, it's fun. Go buy a fucking bag of top. Fucking yeah. get that little machine where yeah. you can just ka chunk. You know, ka chunk. You know, and did, uh, 
Roll your own bones, kids. Hey, and hey. roll that beautiful bean footage. That's right. Roll that beautiful bean footage. Uh, my favorite thing about kids that knew how to roll their own cigarettes or had the little machine is yeah. the ones that would turn it into a business at our high school. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, hell it's yeah. Just, it's just like, hell yeah, you got to do that. That's I so love fun. a good high school hustle. Yeah. You know? It's like, we, when, uh. Yeah, so good. When I used I to make the... uh, extra blockbuster video account cards for oh, people, sure, yeah. so they could. Well, yeah, just you go were like crooked rent a, though. Rent a bunch of stuff and never return it because you're like no... McDonald's scam and stuff too. Yeah, and shit, like I love a good yeah. scam. I'm, love I'm a good. A gri- you do love. I love a, scam. a good grift. Let's grift. Yeah. Uh, now that's fun because you love grifts and uh, Matt, of course, loves grits. Yeah, grifts so and grits. Uh, that's a good buddy yeah. comedy movie. I, I'd watch it. Oh yeah, hell yeah, it'd be good. Uh, now, Matt, have you been doing any? You, you, you've been cooking up a storm. Have you been getting into anything? You getting into any old shit, or what have you been watching and reading and doing? You said you read Hattie's book, of course. You read like 130 books. Uh, 110. What? 110. Wait, hold on. You read 110 books? Yep. How do I not know that? I follow you on fucking everything, and I don't know a goddamn thing about your life. And then I fucking <laughs> know every single fucking thing that's happening in other people who I don't like's life. Yeah, Why the is- algorithm's fucked. It really is. It, it's completely it ruined. It really is. It hundred percent is. I've really gotten into unfollowing people that are like, you know, I don't yeah. maybe have anything against them, but it's also like I don't need to know yeah. your shit, especially because we did an open mic together four years ago. Yeah, what right. stand up fell off. I'm like, I don't. But then I also like that's the thing too is I think it just points what is you know because like I didn't know that. How many books have you read? Uh, hundred and ten. Hundred and ten. Yeah, God this year. Damn. Or this past year. Or in 2020. How many yeah. have you read in 2021? Uh, I think I'm just about to finish my fifth one. What's, wow. What's the nerdiest book you read this year? Yeah. Um, or last least, year? Um, so I went on, uh, so I wanted to, you know, push my numbers up a bit. So hmm. I went on. I would love it if you're like, I read the Grover book. Oh, and, yeah. I, I get, yeah. I got to get, you got to get. There's three pages. Socks. A uh, couple times, uh, mm-hmm. but no, I went on the Hugo Awards because uh, they came out uh, mm-hmm. part of the way through the year, and they have a novella section. And mm-hmm. so, you know, usually I'll I'll listen to the books because uh, I'm dyslexic and everything, so it's easier just yeah. to to listen. Um, and so I was able to get you know basically every book on that list, and there's like five. Uh, cool. So the one that I most enjoyed, it was possibly the nerdiest one was uh called uh to be taught if fortunate uh okay. and that uh did you watch uh midnight sky just came out on netflix no no okay. i'm watching that dog go to town yeah, on yeah just go to there. town on my arm yeah. yeah um yeah. he is he's licking up a storm uh i worked out today and i didn't shower afterwards so now all oh, my sweat is. is on my arm matt i lied to you i did watch the midnight sky that's the Clooney movie it is yeah okay so yeah. So, so this, if that helps you, I did watch that. Okay. So it's similar to that movie, um, in in some ways, uh, but like from the perspective of, um, you know that from the mentality that a you know science team was sent to another planet, mm-hmm. uh, but it focuses on that science team when they're on that other planet and just all of like the difficulties that would go into like a science team truly encountering an alien world and having to like mm-hmm. break down like you know their understanding of this alien world from the viewpoint of 
the earth if that makes sense so like sure. one good example is like the planet has something that's like grass but it's not grass because it's not on the earth it's a completely yeah. different structure and so they have to like go through and like it's just fascinating how like yeah. they go even from like grass and the animals that are there and you know just all of like the ethical quandaries that come with like actually being on a planet that like star trek or star wars yeah. you know complete or you know so many other things just completely you know don't really go into unless it's like yeah, a very special cool. episode yeah i like that because star you, wars it- like every planet has oxygen right yeah <laughs> right and yeah. also i think space has oxygen because of all those explosions right yeah yeah i uh, did and yeah, the noises yeah. Am I crazy, Matt? When I tweeted that I didn't like that movie, did you tweet at me the book? Uh, I probably did. I probably okay. Because if you didn't, I think either somebody else tweeted me that book, or somebody tweeted me a very similar book that because I tweeted that I think that was one of the worst movies I've seen in a yeah. long time, and somebody tweeted at me a book that they're like, "This is that done right or something," and yeah, I bookmarked that. Yeah, like okay, yeah, because sure I bookmarked that book. Then, yeah, yeah, I haven't read it yet, but I like, yeah, that's fun. Yeah, uh, what was the what was the shittiest book? Did, can is there uh, one that you read that you were like, like if you're really because I'm I don't read all that much, right. so if I'm and I also I listen, and so if I'm fucking an hour in and I, I'm not yeah. into it, I just fucking never go back. Do you do that, or will you finish it just to up the numbers? Uh, I mean, I I'll speed it up. Usually, a lot of people, you know, they'll listen oh, yeah. to it like at one point five speed or every, stuff like that. I try not to do that unless it's something that is like you know twenty hours long or something crazy. Yeah. Um, but if it's something that I don't really like, I will increase the speed to like 1.2 to like 1.6. Do you uh, ever do that where when you increase the speed and then like five minutes go by and you're like, oh, fuck, I didn't. In- I thought I was going to take that in. I didn't take it in. Yeah. Because I'll yeah. do that with podcasts sometimes where I'm like, oh, God, I thought I could do I this. I like to slow it down, slow down the speed. Oh, yeah, sometimes. It yeah. just sounds like everybody's drunk. Yeah, yeah. I uh, that is fun like, to do, do it, with our listeners can do it right now. Do it with our podcast on Spotify. <laughs> Drop us down and Reem really falls into it. And I kind of <laughs> sound normal because I speak too fucking fast anyway. I <laughs> uh, God, I, wait, I, so I I've been. Oh, yeah. Sorry. No, no. Uh, so go ahead. No, I've been uh, going hard on a lot of audio books recently again too, and. Uh, Especially with, uh, well, just any like novel, uh, right? Like with a lot of characters, it's it's such an art form that it doesn't get like any credit. The uh, narrators of audiobooks, yeah, like they are fucking fantastic. Um, the, there's this guy Mark Thompson who does like yeah. a lot of the Star Star Wars uh, mm-hmm. audiobooks, and uh, he does like a like a completely different character for every every character as you should but they are so distinct that it really helps with the uh narrative because you're immediately like able to recognize oh we're back to this guy now because he sound you know because he sounds so original and not like anybody else so you're able to yeah keep up Uh, like that absolutely i i that's one of my favorite things about the best uh narrators I just finished uh, the first book I finished this year was the timekeeper and uh, Dan Stevens, uh, the, the actor he's, you know, like in beauty of the beast, uh, yeah, Matt, Legion. Matthew from 
He's Matthew from uh, uh, Downton Abbey. Yeah, yeah. And so he, you know, at some point, he was like, I got to read uh, these audiobooks. And he does a different voice for every character in that. And, yeah. like, whether or not they're, you know, American or French or anything. And it's just so distinct. It's and awesome. it's, like, perfect. And it's, you know, e- it would be easy to, like, you know, with the dialogue, lose them. But he does yeah. a great job with it. And then... uh uh, Michael it's Sheen funny. I like him because I like that who? he's English. And, uh, who? Sorry. Oh, uh, Michael Sheen. Uh, the oh yeah. yeah. He he does a ton of audiobooks too, and so it's it's great whenever I find. I one like the song. idea of of him of the, of that, especially like that guy Dan Stevens, and he's great, and he's doing all these characters. But then like a lady comes in, and he's just like, "Oi, hello!" Like the they, like he can't do the ladies. They, right. It's it's true on the ladies though. A lot of the times, it feels Monty Pythony. When they're yes. doing ladies, uh, yeah, yeah. The, well, what, I've been... what is cool? Yeah. Uh, sorry. The uh, no, no. they just did uh, when they are able to do a full production book. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. uh, where they have everything cast out. So oh sure yeah. You know, yeah. So it's like uh, an entire cast doing a book. The yeah. uh, once again, I gotta hook you up with my login info. I know. But there is a Count Dooku Jedi Lost book yeah. that's really good because. That's what they're doing is is like everybody's got their like uh, own character and yeah. stuff. So I I really like that element. I've been I do a, listen to all those. Uh, there's a lot of podcasts or uh, uh, the YouTube videos that are the comic books where people read them like that. And there's um I don't I should know the name. Maybe it's just called Star Wars comics or something. But there are Star Wars audio comics might be just the YouTube channel. No. But they do that and they have a cast and they have a Patreon so they can pay people and stuff. And yeah. they're all so like some of them, like the guy that does the voice of Luke sounds exactly like Luke. And but every once in a while you can tell that like, well, we didn't get everybody together for this one or we couldn't get everybody. And I and Reem, the comic I've been telling you to read, Shattered Empire, which is yeah. fantastic. It's a great comic, but fucking the the C3PO sounds so bad like you could tell that person wasn't there and some whoever did it was like what i have to do c3po it sounds so bad that it takes you out luckily he's not in it a lot but it takes you out every time but then literally you're like is that fucking uh billy d williams that sounds exactly like lando you know Uh now what do you what do you do when you listen to your audiobooks matt uh like the other stuff that i'm doing uh so yeah 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 uh, so I'll either play, uh, be playing like video games, okay. um, watching that, like that, football that's my thing. Yeah. Um, or like exercising, uh, usually. Cool. And then oh, yeah. you know, during, during work as well, you know, I'm able to, you know, throw it on. <sighs> for a what type of, of video games do you play while you listen to audiobooks? Uh, so it'll, it'll I, be, I have to be pretty specific myself. Yeah. So I basically, uh, Pretty much anything. I do a lot of like the roguelike type of games. Uh, so like Enter the Gungeon and you know Rogue Legacy okay. and uh, uh, Undermine uh, and like Hades and all those sorts of things. Uh, so you know, even though they have usually pretty good scores, you know, just you know, throw it on that a little low and then throw the audiobook on. Yeah. Um, and then I'll also play uh, wrestling games. Those are really great. I oh, really yeah. was totally. big into uh, like fighting games as a kid. I think I think on your first episode we talked about that. Yeah. Because you can, your your first episode was really fun. I always 
I don't remember it like it was yesterday, but right. what I liked about it was we did it in the studio with Leif. Yeah, yeah. And there's video of it. Maybe it might be for free. I know it's on the Patreon, yeah. but I think we spoke about the wrestling games then because I think we talked about like the WCW games. And stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, the same same thing with that of just being like I'm not good at fighting games anymore, but mm-hmm. wrestling games I can pick those up and play them. Yeah, you know? yeah. I don't have to worry about a 12 year old beating me online. Sure. Uh, what systems are you playing? Uh, mostly, uh, I have a Switch, so I'll do like Animal Crossing too. That's great for audiobooks. Yeah. Uh, but um, usually, I just I get a PC, so I just you know do the stuff on there. Oh, cool. We now I got a Switch for Christmas. Sell me on Animal Crossing. Okay. Um, so, do you have a stressful life sometimes? Yeah, man. My okay. career fell off, fell apart. Okay. Okay. Um, so, uh, would you like to have a game that is, uh, meditative where you can have small senses of accomplishment, uh, on a daily basis for as long as you want to play? If you want to play for 10 minutes, you can play for 10 mm-hmm. minutes and, you know, complete a couple of tasks, or you could play for six hours if you wanted to and yeah. do tons of cool stuff. Yeah. Just small little things. Well, Animal Crossing provides you the opportunity, not only to complete small tasks, but also collect things and then be rewarded for them uh, and then give you new tasks to then complete. Um, And then there are holidays. So if you can't celebrate your holidays with your friends and families, you can then celebrate the holidays with these digital friends that you have created in the village. Yeah. Can I, now, can my wife and I, do we have separate towns or whatever no you get to play together in the same island oh you can play okay so i might try because we we literally have been playing the switch for two weeks we play mario party constantly i beat all the mario games over like more than once now all the ones i love from like the super nintendos uh and i we've been thinking about it because everybody loves animal crossing everybody fucking talks about it yeah it's great Uh, it's a lot of fun check it out that it's... really talked me into it, and in a smart way. I feel like nice. if you would have said it's like Sims, hmm. I'd have said no. But that whole "Are you stressed and uh, unsatisfied?" that made me really t- scratch an itch. Hey, you Back know, in I, my I, day, I... the Nintendo Switch was the power button. Uh-oh. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Another thing you might consider getting. Uh, it was pretty big at the. Beginning. I hope you say therapy. <laughs> that too. Uh, yeah, that also <laughs> helps. Uh, uh, but uh, one thing that I, I picked up. Uh, like in June or July, uh, mm-hmm. is Ring Fit. Um, oh, oh, sure, yeah. Yeah, so people are big into that. And if you can find it, uh, that has been uh, also great because that's just, you know, it gamifies exercise. And that's mm-hmm. it's a that's a nice dynamic. That's fun. Uh, yeah, that, that's fun. I like that. I like the idea. I, I wish I listened to more audiobooks. I have a hard time from, from uh, years of office jobs that I hated – I, uh, I like. That's why I got so into podcasting mm-hmm. is because I can, I can zone out on a conversation and come back in or and figure it out. But in a narrative story, it's much much harder. Right. And yeah. so I took care. And then that thing from being in an office, I carried that with me through everything. So literally, like playing Madden is about the only game video game I can play. Or like I guess Mario. Right. But like I can't play like Halo or any of those things and listen to like a podcast. I have to be paying attention to the story. It's why I quit playing those Batman games as uh right. uh, uh what's it called? Arkham City and everything. Yeah. I loved them, but you had to pay too much attention. And I'm like, I can't give a video game this much attention. My brain doesn't 
I'm too ADD. My brain don't do that. Right. Yeah. Um, but so audiobooks, though, I should go for it because I loved them. I did listen to. Um, there was a brief period, especially walking dogs in New York, where I could zone out and I, I like a certain ones like uh, World War Z. I fucking loved oh, and interesting. Uh, yeah. Uh, games. What's that called? Uh, guns germs and steel yeah right? it's a great one basically ryan solomon gave me a flash drive when we started doing comedy together in des moines and he had like five audiobooks on it and i've listened to all of them because they were on my old ipod Perfect. so like those two and then fucking uh jurassic park and i guess it's like the jurassic park book is like it and lost world or some yeah. shit like that and uh, so I listened to all those and I loved them. And then uh, I listened to a bunch of Nick Hornby books that I really enjoy, which books I've already read myself with my eyes. But then to hear them told to you, it's really fun, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, you brought up World War Z. World War Z, uh, I use Audible mostly. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, that World War Z was the first book on Audible that I got, you know, like mm-hmm. six or seven yeah. years ago or whatever. And mm-hmm. uh, I just finished uh, his newest book that came out in 2020, uh, Devolution, uh, okay. which is fantastic. If you liked World War Z, yeah, 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 uh, you will love this book. And is what's it? great oh, cool. is yeah. it's it's a full cast just like that one, but yeah. uh, Judy Greer is oh, cool. the main narrator, reading oh, basically nice. a journal. But it's got like uh, Jeff Daniels, Nathan Fillion. Um, oh. and a, a few other people, but it's, it like, you can see from world War Z where he is now. It's like, Oh, you were yeah. doing, doing the work, man. You're fantastic. That's really cool. Yeah. I like that. The, the cast, thing, I, but his, I also like, Oh, what's that? Oh, I was just about to say, I wish his dad would do the work yeah. so we could get space balls too. Yeah. That he, all those sequels he promised us we're never going to get. He's Reem is so mad at Mel Brooks. He'll never get over it. Uh, Where's my Jews in space? He lost. He lost his friend Carl. Give him a break. You know, let the man grieve. I, uh, I, I, uh, I really liked. Uh, what was the book? I was. I was just thinking of an audio book that I loved because it did. The casting was fun. I can't pull it. Something. Something that was fun. But we're dead now. Uh, what was your uh, so what like yeah. were some of your favorite like book series as a kid? Oh yeah. Um. So I was big. Uh, I did the Animorphs as a kid. I was big into oh, those. Oh yeah, yeah. Had the had the Scholastic uh, subscription for that. I uh, just missed that, and it it's come up a lot. Where yeah, I had it's to, like, one of retroactively those... remember that. Like, yeah, they had a full on series for animals. How Matt, yeah. how old are you? What year did you graduate? Uh, I graduated uh high school in uh 2005. So I'm uh, 33 okay. my uh, yeah. Yeah. birthday's in a couple months. So yeah, so you're 2 years younger than me. Two grades graduation grades. Mm-hmm. So that must be it because I also missed animorphs. But I bet you like my wife who's like your age she probably has read it, you know. Did they I mean? they had a TV show too, right? They did. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. uh, a couple seasons um but yeah, it was it was fine. Yeah. It wasn't the same as the books. Yeah, uh, by any means. I, I've, li- I've watched a lot the of Toy Galaxy about Animorphs yeah. TV yeah. show. That's why see I see a lot of it. fun Animorph memes too. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, the transform the transformations are just super cool. Super yeah. like the yeah. in between. Super. Cool. What was Reem? What was your favorite? Did you have a favorite book series when you was a kid? Uh, probably my teacher was an alien. That's one of the oh, ones I read. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, 
and maybe uh, way or sideways, sideways stories, stories. Yeah, from Wayside uh, Wayside Elementary School. school. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I loved I loved uh, Hardy Boys, and I loved uh, I only had like three of them, and it wasn't even like book one, two, and three. But I loved there was like they were called like in, uh, the Encyclopedia brown encyclopedia brown mm-hmm. it was like a mystery detective yeah. those were good and then yeah. i fucking obsessed with the fucking boxcar children i love oh, yeah. that. also yeah. uh ralph e mouse and oh Benicula. yeah yeah they, they yeah, both yeah. kicked ass ralph s mouse uh the s stands for excellence essence i don't know i was trying to think of an e word uh yeah, Beverly Cleary, the author of Ralph S. Mouse. I love her. She's great. She's still alive. She's like 90 and tweets. That's She's cool. great. She wrote Dear Mr. Henshaw, which was like the first... Dear Mr. Henshaw was the first book I ever read, and then a Hardy Boy book was the first, like, more than 100 pages book I ever read. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. One of the biggest cool. books I can remember from childhood loving was Where the Red Fern Grows. That's oh, great. Oh God! And, Old yeah. Dan, Little Ann. <laughs> oh God! Damn! Yeah. Uh-huh. I can't. I I remember in class. I think I don't. I wish I could pull the teacher. Maybe Why do they do echoes. it in class so everybody can cry in front of each oh, other? Oh God! Yeah. I remember entire, everybody that can day. Come together. I remember that day being like, "What is happening? What yeah. the fuck did you do to us?" <laughs> I mean, like you know, we read this whole and. It's like not only do I have to deal with like this death, I, yeah. I have to hear it read aloud by somebody who's just learning how to read. <laughs> so it's like you hear it like, and then she died on the porch of sadness, and you're like, and then she died. What is? It? And, yeah. then, what and you're like, what? She died of, of sadness. <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> yeah. Bloodhounds, Ma like and Brit- Paul. I can all. I can still remember just like. How visual mm-hmm. the part about uh, he gets in the fight with the fucking other kids. And Shut I up. Can remember there's a part where they talk about how the kid would always wipe his snot on his sleeve and he's got oh, a gross. crusty snot sleeve. Yeah. Yeah. Did you ever? And then he punches you? him in the fucking nose and it bleeds and it's snotty and he runs off crying. And did you guys oh, ever read? Oh, God. Here we sorry. go. Sorry. And also nope. the part about catching fucking coons. Oh, yeah, yeah. That I, was a I huge sh- part. Yeah, where they put a little silver thing inside mm-hmm. the log, and the raccoon can't help but grab it and then hold on to it. And then you come with uh, Danny and little Annie, and you tree it. Mm-hmm. Yep. I, Rest uh, in peace. Sorry, Do you guys ever remember a book called A Day No Pigs Would Die? Yeah. <laughs> what a weird one. It's about yeah. a... A kid who hates his dad because his dad's a mean farmer and his dad makes him slaughter the pigs. And then his dad dies, and that's the day no pig would die. Yeah. It's yeah. Fucking, oh. Yeah, that title did not lead no. to an understanding of what that was going to be. No. Uh, I was like, oh, this will be f- no, not so much. Yeah. yeah. I, tweeted, I tweeted one time, a day no pigs would die. Uh, okay, book, bad thing to scream when you're coming. <laughs> it is it is funny that uh Charlotte's Web is pretty much uh the precursor to where the red fern grows where it's like uh yeah. hey hey kids I I think it's time for you to learn about death. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Here it is, Charlotte's Web. I think it's weird that EB White is known for two things and it's 
Charlotte's Web and then the book on how to write. Yeah. <laughs> like, you want to know grammar, yeah. It's, but it's like, I mean, a fucking lot of authors are known for a lot of others' books, but it's yeah. like, no, 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 it's this guy. The Charlotte's Web's guy is the one that cracked. Babe you know? is happy, Charlotte's Web. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. Babe? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I I have such a hard time with all those kids' books, like fucking Bridge to Terabithia. Yeah. When death happens, it's like, I don't need that. That's not for me. Um. God damn. Well, Matt. Hey, this has been a fun little chat. We yeah, had. we'll yeah. close the uh, chapter on this. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Now the listeners, of course, they love you, and they're already on board the NFers. They've been there, but let them just remind them where they can find you, and remind them how they can catch up with these books you're reading. Are yeah. you posting about it on Facebook or on uh, Twitter or yeah. Instagram or? Yeah. So you can follow me all on all social media at MT Stores. Last name. Uh, so it's MT STO like Mountain. It's yeah. Mountain Stores. Yeah, I remember Mountain that. Stores. STO. Oh, I thought you were talking about like. You know, empty stores. You know that that is oh, also like you can't. Uh, I I was gonna go shopping today, but all I saw was empty stores. Yeah, yeah you mu- your Google alerts must have blown up back in uh, April, they March, did. right before the before the thing started. <laughs> yeah. Everything must go. We have empty yeah. stores. That's right. right. Uh, and so uh, then I have a Goodreads as well. Uh, mm-hmm. So okay. anytime I do a Facebook mm-hmm. post or Twitter post where I recommend, uh, I'll do like a quick summary of whether or not i think the person will like it i'll just post it on my goodreads and so you know that because i don't really i i feel like goodreads is a place where it's just like nobody's paying attention to this yeah yeah uh so it doesn't it's not as like sexy as like a letterbox or something right exactly yeah. yeah so but you know i try to put stuff up there and uh if you if you want message me on facebook twitter instagram i'll i'll recommend you a book can i recommend you a book yeah absolutely it's law. It's thi- it's big. Is that okay? Yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. It's called the Bible, buddy. And Absolutely I think you interesting. Need- <laughs> interesting. You should bring that up. I have two versions of the Bible. Uh, uh, oh, yeah? Johnny Cash reads one, and then Gregory Peck reads the other one. I did a Whoa. Twitter uh, uh, poll poll to uh, determine which one I was going to read, and oh. Johnny Cash won. So what? now, if you Again? if you could have anybody narrate the Bible, uh, yeah. in audiobook form, dead or alive. Uh, who would it be? Um, uh, fuck it. What's her name? Cardi B. <laughs> I'm Again. picking. A, I'm picking a Muppet. I haven't decided which one yet. I'm Ooh, not kidding, good. Matt. I literally just pulled up your Twitter to see if at some point you got Either. like a fucking on a variety list, and I muted you or something. Because I follow you. You're one of my favorite. I'm not kidding. You're one of my favorite people I've met in comedy. I don't know any of this stuff about you. I don't get. <laughs> I don't see any of your tweets. Yeah, and I don't. I love that. I think that's fucking wonderful. I would have voted so hard for you reading Johnny Cash. Yeah, it's it's great. Oh, oh man, it's it's the best. Uh, no, the book I did want to recommend, though, is called Oh, the Glory of It All okay. by Sean Wilsey. Okay. And he it's, it's a great book. I don't want to... It's a true. It's like a biography. Auto. It's a biography of a not famous guy, but it's wild. It's fucking good, and it's and it's about a, it's about a uber rich kid growing up in San Francisco in the in the eighties. Oh, and just because there's out, uber rich kids in San Francisco now because their parents yeah. work for the tech. They company. work for Uber. Yeah, but this it's it's very it's so wild. It's so good. But the 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 thing that's crazy about it is is I found this book at a Goodwill when I lived in Des Moines, and it was really thick, and it has a really cool cover. I liked the na- the text on the cover. Mm. So I was like, that's cool. I read it and loved it. And it was like, it's like 
350 pages or maybe 400 pages. And then my wife loved it. And I was like, that's crazy. And then I gave it to my nephew for Christmas one year. And my nephew's like 19 and he like reads a lot. He's Mm -hmm. like you, he reads all the time. And he texted me to be like, I love that book. I think it's so good. And the kicker is he lives, Sean Wilsey, live or Wilsley lives in our neighborhood. And I follow him on Instagram and over Christmas, his dog went missing. And so every time we got, it ran away or, you know, it got out. And so for two weeks in December, every time we'd go to the coffee shop or the grocery store, uh, we were also keeping an eye out for this author's dog and he found his dog. He got it back. So it ends happy. And on Instagram, I'm having little interactions with him where I'm like, Hey man, we're, we're looking over here by Clarkson, but we don't see her. And he's like, all right, let us know. <laughs> and so, That's so cool. I love it's it. It's so cool. Oh, yeah. And once you read the book, afterwards, know that he's just a cool guy that lives in Flatbush and has a family and stuff. Beautiful. Uh, great. Awesome. I love it. Now, uh, yeah, just sit there. Thank you so much for coming back on. I, I, Thank I, you. Uh, what's that? Speaking of Flatbush, do you think Grace Jones had a Flatbush? <laughs> Fuck, man. Jesus. Jesus, coming in hot at the end. Now, oh, Reem, yeah. I don't know if you know this because you're you're not privy to everything, and I think this is very cool. Also, perhaps a mistake. Reem, did you know that Matt is one of our OG Patreon subscribers? Yeah, isn't that fucking crazy? I love yeah. you. I love you for. I've always assumed it was a mistake. Like you put it in there once <laughs> to be nice, and then forgot, and your card just gets charged. But I, it means so much to us, and we yeah, think that's so absolutely. cool, man. Love you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're fantastic. Uh, now just sit there and shut up, and we'll <laughs> close the show, and then we'll kick you out of here. Afterwards. Sounds good. So, uh, Reem, where can these listeners find you, buddy? Oh, you can find me at Reemcore on any of the things. Um, uh-huh. Also, check out my Goodreads. Uh, oh. Lot of, yep, it's got a lot of my favorite 80s uh, pop saxophone solos from uh, Careless Whisper. To now, uh, you belong to the night, and even uh, Bruce Springsteen's Jungle Land. You put those on Goodreads because I use yeah. Rico. I use Rico reads. Huh? That's a joke <laughs> for anybody that's ever played a a, re- a woodwind or read instrument. <laughs> okay, all right. Rico, all right. Rico is all the right. brand of reads. Uh, Reem, I got to tell you this. Core. On my Spotify discovery the other day, Eddie Vedder did some recordings from his home. And he did a version of Growing Up by Bruce Springsteen mm-hmm. that sounds exactly oh, yeah. like Bruce Springsteen. And it's so good. It sounds exactly like the version that's on uh, the Broadway. But go check it out, listeners. Go check it out. Uh, yeah, such a good song. And he, when he starts playing it, it's so corny because he's like, he starts playing that do 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 do, you know, that those chords. And he goes, Name that tune. <laughs> And he kind of laughs in a really fucking weird way. Uh, goddamn. Okay, you can follow me at Patrick Casey. It's at P A T R I C K H A S T I E. PatrickCasey.com for all upcoming shows. And uh, <laughs> that's such a funny thing to say. Uh, I did more shows in October of 2017 than I did in 2020. <laughs> uh, but I am still doing YouTube stuff. Listeners, I didn't tell you. I got a new podcast coming out. It's called. Uh, bad sketch podcast, Matt. You don't even know about this, but I have roles for you uh, to oh. read. It's uh, it's basically uh, imagine uh, like uh, I don't know what you call it, Saturday Night Live, but on a podcast, and it's probably gonna fail. But it's something I'm doing, and I'm already I'm I'm doing it. I'm I'm already working on it, so I know it's you know at least one episode will go out. 
Uh, so listeners, uh, look for that. I'll, I'll let you know. Uh, keep yourself safe. Wear your masks. Wash your hands. Uh, tell everybody. Real important. Tell the people in your life that you love them. That's really, really good. Don't let. I know that. I know that not everybody's with us. Okay. Not everybody thinks that it was good for us all to go down to Washington with our friend Gideon and storm that Capitol. But they. But even if they're not, if, if they don't believe us, you guys aren't laughing. I'm making a joke. Like. Oh, sorry. You know what I mean? And that's fine. Now it. Now I just feel like I'm not. When I when I storm the Capitol, I just run up to the Capitol and I'm like, "Hey, do you know what happens when a frog is struck by lightning?" Hmm. Same thing that happens to everything else. I wish I would have stopped talking earlier. Uh, <laughs> we could have ended the podcast. Tell your people never told that, that you love joke. that you love them. Be cool, never die, and as always, remember: if you're not an NFer, you're an MFer. So, so get, get the, the fuck, fuck out, out of here. here. Get on out. Go on. Go on and get. Go on. I don't love you. Get out of here. Thank you for listening to the new Nostalgic Front Podcast. I'm Patrick Hasty. And I'm Brandon Ream. How is it going, Brandon? Well, Patrick? Yeah. Patrick Hasty? Mm-hmm. Hell yes, I am. Fantastic. I have to return to my home planet. <laughs> uh, good. How? Uh, that's fun. You're fantastic. I love it. Uh, uh-huh. How funny was the top of the show, the fun size where I yelled at you? Yeah. That, listening back to it, you played it. You were so like, I'm sorry. All right. Okay. And it reminds me so much of like those old videos where it's like uh, the band leaders screaming at the band or whatever, or like, uh, you know what I'm talking about? Or like, yeah. uh, speaking uh, of who's that, that Fox News guy who's like, fuck yeah. it, we'll do it live, you know? Speaking of band leaders, what do you think about Trump? Hatimachi. Did you hear he's the leader of the paid? Huh? Did you hear he's giving band the leader- leaders? Did you see what I did there? Yeah. Did you hear he's giving the leader of the Patriots uh, an award? Belichick? Yeah, he's giving Belichick the Medal of Freedom on award. Nice. Isn't that crazy? Uh-huh. Ugh, what a maniac. Uh, Yeah, weird week. Weird couple of days. I just watched hey, the top weird of, uh, year. 60. Oh, yeah. I just watched the top of, uh, of 2020, I think it's mm-hmm. called, or 60 Minutes, one of the two. Yeah. And uh, they were had 60 Pelosi minutes. talking about yeah. it. Um, yeah. So what's up? How are you feeling? Going to turn her Pelosi on... An interview. Speaking of, should we, uh, should we start no, again? No, I don't uh-uh, think this has no, been good. Uh-uh, no, okay, yes. Okay. Speaking of news interviews, yeah. Uh, of people, did you yeah. see? Did you see the lady that uh, tried to accuse people of stealing her uh, cell phones? Interview that she did. Oh yeah, with the her, daddy hat. <laughs> it's like, <sighs> that was something, it, huh? It was like the worst case of spin control in the history yeah. of ever. She like the part. The part where she like goes like yes. this and like, like shuts windy. up the computer. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah. It it was uh, man. Yeah. Eh. The, you know I'm thinking about it, this. I shared it, and the weirdest thing I think is that that clip from Good Morning America or whatever, when it starts, the song Iris by Goo Goo Dolls is playing in the yeah. background, and I was just like, "What? I don't want the world, the world to see me." To see me. Cause I don't think that they'd understand when everything 
I just want you to know. Fucking Meg Ryan's an angel, right? Nick Cage falls in love with her. Maybe he has a close to death experience. Uh, I like Nick Cage. Yeah. It's kind of like the family man. Family guy. I watched that not too long ago. Yeah. Nick Cage is a family man. I I just want to check. Are you sure you don't want to start over? (laughs) Because this one ain't good. We got nine of these fuckers left and we are bombing. Maybe you could throw this at the end of the episode. I thought it was I thought it was a pretty genuine look behind the curtain. Uh it will be. I'll throw it at art. the end, but can we start again? It's great to have friends like Patrick and Reem who are obscure and yet thoughtful. I love this podcast.